Hello, hi, Malene Gamala Mkanya, and welcome to this week's episode of The Running Podcast. The title of today's episode is Things Pro Athletes Don't Tell You. And listen, I have a few qualms about this. So, you know, these last couple of years of being on this running journey, it's um, it's been quite interesting, to be honest. Like, there's been a few things that I was never told going into the sport, things that... I wouldn't say people lied about it, but I'd like to say people never told the full truth. You know what I'm saying? About certain things. And um, I had to pick these things up by myself, right? Along the way. And I have genuine qualms about some of these things. Because I'm just like, if I knew then what I know today, I don't know if I would have invested this much time into the sport. Mm, Let's just be honest. Like, I'm here to address, I thought, why not have a whole episode in addressing some of these things that pro athletes don't tell you. One of the first things is having sore feet, but like constant sore feet. I'm like, I don't know if I'm okay with walking around like a penguin around town. You know what I'm saying? Because now I've just come from a run and my feet are sore. Like, that's, that's not okay. Like, no one told me, like, hey, after a run or after a race, you might, you know, you might feel like your feet are a bit sore. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just, like, what I've just personally experienced. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe maybe it's the shoe, okay? Or maybe maybe it's the brand. It could be the brand. Mm. Another thing that people don't tell you is sore toes i know i've mentioned this previously on my previous episode where when i ran my uh when i ran the half marathon that i experienced some sore toes guys when i say to you i experienced sore toes <laughs> from long runs i genuinely so the other day right i went to get my my feet done so i was like you know what be cute get my toes done not that anyone's gonna see them because now we're going into winter and like i'm gonna be wearing closed shoes but it's for me it's for me to feel good you know what i'm saying Anyway, so as the jellish was growing out over time, I could kind of see like a bit of black under my on my toe. But I thought maybe like, you know, the gel kind of stained my toe and I was just like, oh, flip. Okay, cool. Whatever. So I go get my toes done. They remove the gel. I look at my toe. Please tell me why my toe is black and red. Like the confusion in me in that moment. My nail tech looked at me and she's like, dude, what's wrong with your feet? And I was like, what do you mean what's wrong with my feet? I don't know what's going on. I can't tell you <laughs> what's going on. Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, all those times that I was in pain and my toes were sore. Gandhi, this is what's happening the whole time. There was blood <laughs> sitting underneath my big toe and then there's dry blood on top. of. And I was just like, okay, cool. I think my toe's going to fall off. And she moves on to the next toe, right? And she looks at me, she's like, Dude, like your actual toenail is about to fall off. And I was like, what do you mean? Like this one toe is black. What do you mean the other toenail is about to fall off? Shaq, dude, we're going to have to glue it. And I was like, how did we ever get here? Guys, if I knew having painful toes and like toenails that are like tend to falling off, I honestly, not like, like honestly speaking, I would have never gotten into the sport especially because i 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I bought, like, a nice pair of, like, Haviana slip slops for the summer. You know, like, getting my toes done when you're going around the beach. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, just walking around in town wanting to look cute with your flip-flops. Guys, now I can't wear flip-flops. I understand why when I'm around runners, they constantly keep their socks on. So when they're wearing, like, after a run, like, they will take off their tackies and whatever. But, like, they will either wear, like, crocs that are closed, like, you don't see their toes. Or, like, they wear slides, but with socks, you know. <laughs> so they're constantly hiding their feet. So I just, I don't know, I just didn't really, I never really saw runners with, like, black toes or whatever. You kind of hear these stories. But then, in reality, the people that I'm around, you don't often see it because... Why they're wearing socks? And I get it. You y'all don't have pretty feet. I get it. And I'm just like, I would honestly hate to be one of those people right now. But I'm so glad I have Jalish on this. So I'm I'm good for now. I'm good. Another thing that, you know, people don't tell you about is blistering toes. Guys, in all my years of playing sport. I've never once experienced athlete's foot. Never once experienced athlete. I think I played hockey for about 15 years. Not once in those 15 years did I ever experience athlete's foot until I started running. Tell me why I'm in pain when I'm running. And when I take off my socks, there's blisters on top of my toes. Guys, that is disgusting. And it's not like... You know, you get like those two types of blisters, right? You get those blisters with the blood and you get those blisters with the water. And I don't know which is more painful, the blood or the water. But I'm just like, either way, yay. And that water just sits and, oh, it is so disgusting, but so painful at the same time. And people always tell you, hey, like, you know, make sure like you have the right running shoes and you have the right running socks. First of all, for running shoes, I now know I need to buy a size bigger, right? And for these running shoes that I have, I bought a size bigger. So I thought surely I wouldn't have any any sort of issues. And then I find out later, oh, you also need to have the right running socks. I was like, first of all, what's the difference between just socks in general and running socks? Guys, there's cushioning in running socks. And I was like, goodness gracious. Okay, cool. Now I know. So... I guess, apparently, I don't know, to prevent this blistering from happening, you need to buy a size bigger and have running socks. I'd, I honestly, like, I, it blows my mind. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Here's another thing I'm going to have to spend money on is running socks so that I can prevent having some sort of blistering. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if it will completely cure an athlete's foot, but scare, we here now. So... In my, so obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like high performance athletes, sweat baby, ki, ki, ki. you're going to sweat, right? You, the salts are going to leave you. They're going to dry up on your face. You're going to look ashy, but it's really just the salt that's just dried up on you. Kind of like when the salt water is dried up on a rock. That's what you, that's literally what you're going to look like, essentially, like a rock. And um, guys, tell me why. I, so I don't have a sweet tooth. Okay, hear me out. I don't have a sweet tooth. I've always been into savory things or like sultry kind of things. And um, I've always enjoyed like salt and vinegar, what, what, what. Tell me why when I started running, I started craving more salty things. Okay, cool. It's fine. It's whatever. 
But tell me why it went from salt and vinegar to like Marmite salty. I I honestly, like, I don't know how I went from salt and vinegar to Marmite. Like, <laughs> if, guys, it's just, it, so many things are happening in my body. So many things are happening to my body. So many things are changing. So many things are just happening to my body. I just, I don't understand it. And I'm like, there's a lot going on. But sure, this is, I guess, this is what comes with being a high-performance athlete. Sweat, baby, cute, cute, cute. You know what I'm saying? So I'm taking all these things in. And I've had, like, multiple conversations with people. And, like, you know, it's been so interesting. It's been so funny hearing people's stories, things about, you know, people don't know because pro athletes don't tell you. And one of the funniest things that often comes up is chafing. (laughs) I laugh because there's, I can't say a form of chafing, but usually the only chafing that I know about, right, it's your thighs rubbing or maybe like the lower part of your knee kind of rubbing together. This week I found out about nipple chafing and this is predominantly in guys. Guys, I laughed my butt off so there was this video that was circulating after the london marathon of this guy who was just actually wait you know what i'm gonna do you one better i'm gonna try and find this video and i'm gonna play it for you this guy is in absolute pain and he's basically just like describing his his absolute horror about about nipple chafing Uh, uh, oh i didn't um i didn't vaseline my nipples Schoolboy era. School, but particularly on a wet day. The first third was Chafe City. Uh, and then I was able to pick up some Vaseline on the fly from uh, med- medical staff. I smeared my nips and things really improved from there, I've got to say. <laughs> oh my gosh. I smeared my nips and everything improved after that. Guys, I died laughing at that video. Can I just tell you the importance of Vaseline when it comes to chafing? So being a part of a hockey team, we always had the family pack of like the Vaseline. You know, like the, the biggest thing of Vaseline. And we always used to pass it around the soaker and make sure that you had like a good amount of just Vaseline on the inside of your thighs to make sure that, hey, chafing is not happening today. But I honestly did not know that nipple chafing was a thing until I saw this video. And I spoke to some of the male, the, like some of the males in my running crew. And I was just like, I'm so sorry you guys go through that. That is honestly, I, for me, if just thinking about it, I would not be able to bear that kind of chafing. Look, I think at this point, we can all agree that running is a painful sport, physically painful sport. But... You know, even though it's painful, there's just so many great benefits to it. I know I mentioned earlier on that if I knew some of these things, I would have never gotten into the sport. But what the sport has done for me up until today, mentally, it's been great. It's been amazing. I'm honestly enjoying that. And I'm enjoying seeing my body transform and being able to push my body and to see what limits I can get to. You know what I'm saying? So... I guess it just all comes, all of this stuff comes with, you know, 
the discipline of doing the sport. And I'm pretty sure each sport brings a different sort of pain. You know what I'm saying? So I guess this is the pain that I'm willing to stick with because this is apparently the sport that I have chosen to, to do. I've chosen this. I've, I've chosen this pain. So I guess it's at my suffering. <laughs> and I guess everyone else who, who know, who's into the sport. But all in all, like... This is a quite a short podcast, but I just really wanted to share some things that pro athletes don't get to share with us. Not even don't get to, they just don't share it with us. And I think it's only fair for me to be able to share it with you guys and, you know, join in on the conversation. Like if you see me and, you know, there's more things that I've missed out on, let's chat about it. There could be a part two. There could be so many more things that, you know that you've experienced that pro athletes have never shared with you. So, Hey, I'm open to finding out more of these things. It's so interesting to have these conversations and to find out all these things. And I'm just like, you know, something just will blow your mind again, nipple chafing. <laughs> Never thought it would be a thing. Girls are lucky. We wear sports bras, so we protected, but you know, apparently not everyone's lucky. So, but I, actually now that I think about it, they are male sports bras. I, I've seen this. I've actually, I've seen it. I've seen rugby players wear sports bras, but I don't know if they're called sports bras or whatever they're called or like, like pick bras, <laughs> pick bras. I don't know, but that's actually one way to be able to prevent nipple chafing actually. So if you're a male and you're listening to this and you struggle from nipple chafing, there are sports bras for males that you can wear. Chest bras, pick bra, whatever you want to call it. You don't even have to call it a bra. Like, you can call it like a non-nipple chafing piece of material over your nipples. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But there are things, I guess, that can help prevent. Or, like that guy early on, he just smear a whole bunch of Vaseline. And Bob's your uncle. Anyways, now I'm just rambling and going off for no reason. But thanks for joining me on Things Pro Athletes Don't Tell You.